What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And CandidCo.com slash HAM for $75 off. Candid's aligners straighten your teeth. By GetRoman.com slash HAM. And by SeatGeek, promo code HAM, 10 bucks off. Now to the segment. How about, you mean like John Gruden in the black hole on Thursday night? He, he's a diehard black that hole scene? guy after the game. Holy smokes, man. Like, you do watch that and you think, yeah... Would, how many other teams would he have coached if this is real? He, does he just do that for every team? The problem is every team doesn't have that happening in their end zone. But uh, that was a that was a big night for it was a huge night for the Raiders because obviously it was divisional game. It was on national TV. Hadn't been at the Coliseum in that environment in a long time. But really, just they're in the playoff race now. I mean, we've talked about it. That was a must win game. They won it. Now you start looking around, going look at their schedule, look at the standings as we have. And you just how well Derek's playing, they're in really good shape. Well, I think to make the playoffs. They play Phillip Rivers every week, though. That's the problem. Yeah, but I, what's weird about the Chargers, right, is they are a really, really talented team. They just have a couple fundamental flaws. One, their offensive line sucks. And two, Rivers. It's like, Phillip, are you throwing alley-oops? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? But you got the Raiders fucking came to play. And they, they've really came to play the majority of this season. Listen, I'll, I'll take the L on being wrong. I thought they once, once Antonio Brown fiasco happened right before the season, it was less about the fiasco and more just if you thought they were going to be a competitive team, they were going to need like he's we forget now because he's such a clown and he tweets about you see some of his Twitter tirade yesterday, and then he goes back. He's from the burner accounts or from his account? From his account. Because apparently he's got like two burners. Out so there he freaks out, and then and then three hours later, I'm sorry. I'm just emotional. Like Antonio, you can't keep saying you're sorry every fucking other day. But in a vacuum, they Antonio was supposed to be. Imagine if Antonio was normal and on this team, they'd have like the best offense in the league. They'd be one. They'd be dominant. But maybe. What they needed with this young group was kind of like "fuck you." No one believes in us because literally no one did. Uh, once he kind of somebody else and somebody and unproven people have to step up too. Right? Yeah, and it's just kind of like okay, whatever. And I think it sometimes is easy when you have a bunch of green, 
just who cares? You know, just let's see what we can make happen. Like Hunter Renfro doesn't, Josh Jacobs doesn't right. care. Darren Waller doesn't care. He's like, I'm just trying to stay sober day by day. You know, uh, Mad Max Crosby doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Eric Harris, I saw a NFL Network tweeted out something about him. He's made, I mean, he had at one point in time, if there weren't penalties, didn't it feel like he had eight picks last night? Yeah. He had a pick six against the Colts early in the season. Like, he's made plays all year long. Guy, he went to P, He went to uh, University of California, PA. He then had to work n- nothing out of college. Goes to the Isn't that C- where uh, Cody, our old producer, went? Yep. Goes to the producer CFL. Cast, didn't he go to Cal? Yeah. <laughs> Goes to the CFL for multiple years. Then, like, gets a shot with the Saints as, like, a special teamer. Then tears his ACL. Like, his... It really is pretty remarkable, his path. And when you watch the Raiders, for all you want to talk shit about their defense, and it's not great, and I'm not going to hop on the table and say Cleland Farrell look like Cleo Mack because he's going up against absolute scrubs. But Eric Harris making plays. And he was, I mean, it was even by the end, by the second half, Aikman's like, God, he, Harris is reading you, Rivers. Don't throw, he's just picking you off here. Like is Eric Harris turning into Ed Reed mid game? Because <laughs> the, the couple the early ones were easy, but I'd say the last one where they threw the flag and and he goes, God, he's he's reading Rivers. That, that's like an impressive play, right? Where you you're in the middle of the field, yeah. he doesn't see it, you break, pick it off in stride. That was badass. I like that guy. How about Gruden yeah, so at what the, did he the, end the up last with, drive of the game? He ended up with two picks, but felt like three. Is that what it was? He ended up with two. Yeah, it felt like five, but yeah, you're right. He definitely had to. <laughs> I thought he had. I thought he had three. No, because yeah, Carl Joseph had the last one of the game. Rivers threw three official picks. Yeah, but weren't there? F- yeah, but weren't there four? Rivers one got called back on the penalty. Yeah, they, they got credited for three picks. So Harris had. Right. <laughs> Harris had. You're right. Three actual picks, but only two counted. <laughs> I watched him intercept three passes, but only two times. Yeah, yeah. but think about this. He's had a season, which sometimes if you look at like Patrick Peterson or whatever, and you go their career defensive touchdowns, or like a Richard Sherman, they have like two career defensive touchdowns. Like getting a pick six yeah. is really difficult to do. He has two pick sixes this season. How about Carl Joseph? I mean, that little motherfucker is just laying the wood. Now, I was reading Jimmy Durkin's Twitter account. He left the game in crutches. What, yeah. Whatever happened on that final play, I, I, did he come down wrong? I don't know, but he got hurt on. The so final I play. saw, yeah. So it looked like his foot got like a, like an NBA. Hopefully, ankle sprain. It's just a sprain. Yeah, it it got like stuck, and then the dude that's fallen kind of rolls over it, so it holds it in place as he continues to roll. It wasn't ideal. It wasn't hideous, but it definitely looked like it hurt. Is there a guy in the league? That's smaller and is more fear or less fearless. Like I mean, Carl Joseph just plays like he's six six. Yeah, I mean, play like time, like Honey Badger. That's but Honey Badger, even for like Honey Badger, is five eleven. You know, I mean, Carl Joseph is like five eight, and he will just yeah, crush you. Wait, he's five eight. Yeah, I mean, I that he's at like five. I've eyeballed him. I I feel like he's tiny. I, I'm going. How how tall is like Darren Sproles though? Five, isn't Darren Sproles like five? No, eight? Darren Sproles five, like six. five six. Okay, shout out Darren Sproles then. Um, 
Is there any more misleading stat right now than Philip Rivers leads the NFL in passing yards? I, 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 Philip Rivers shot. They can't go on with him, John. Well, he's a free agent, so you just let him walk. Yeah. Well, I just like if he wasn't a free agent, could they trade? What could they get for him in this offseason? If they trade, tried to trade like, him, what like would they you're get? saying franchise and trade, or let's say he had one more year on his deal. Yeah, let's just say he had a couple more years on his whatever. Just like, what would the value be? Would they get better than a third? Yeah, he's going to be 38 years old, inclined to throw picks, but he is Philip Rivers. I, I maybe you I don't think second I mean, would the. I mean, Muhammad Sanu got a second. Is like, he's you got to free it, you know. I know, but just a short-term quarterback. First of all, he's an he's a Southern California. He's played in warm weather his whole career. So will you trade him to the Bears for a second? Yeah, I don't love him in no. the Bears weather. Johnny, the Bears weather, he can't throw in the Bay Area. The 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 ball doesn't fly at the Coliseum at night. My my, my issue with uh, with Philip Rivers, in my defense of Philip Rivers. And it's more of an indictment on Dean Spanos. And I'm going to give Mark Davis credit. And I saw Cal Kami tweeting about this this morning, or maybe it was last night. And I think it's true. He now is at eight years, the last eight years. He's 38 years old. So he had maybe some bad tendencies or whatever those first several, you know, six or seven years. But it was clear he was a really good player, right, mm-hmm. under North Turner. Like, Phillip Rivers was a, yeah. viewed as a high-level quarterback going into his 30s. Then for five years, he gets Mike McCoy. And now he's going on his third year with Anthony Lynn. Those guys combined, I would imagine, every single year they were a coach of the league. Anthony Lynn is the lo- lowest paid coach in the league. I would imagine Mike McCoy, if wasn't the lowest paid coach in the league, was competing for that honor every year. So he got to a position where if he would have had a guy like Gruden, just had a high pot price coach that he respects, like, Philip, you can't fucking change the play all the time. You can't be free. Just help him out with some stuff. Now... He's like the old. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Like he's too far gone now. But yeah, you see, like, and physically is just too. Yeah, he's, physically he, it's hard. He's to not the same. He, but it's just I. That, last night was an indictment on Dean Spanos. Like you are such a cheap owner that you've ruined your only chance. These five or six. Like you just watched the game last night and you go, well, the Chargers have just better players than the Raiders. Like, how, how are you constantly just always underachieving? How have you underachieved this much the last eight years with just consistent talent? It's, it's, a, it's a shame. And it gets back to, we talk about it all the time in football, in college. College is more just about running kind of the operation. And the pros is about that too. But if you have a good GM, he can kind of run. It's really about schematics, right? Can you just play chess with people on Sunday, Thursday, or Monday? And listen, I Anthony Lynn has had some moments over the years where he's just like, he went for two. Like, yeah, he's got some balls. Fuck. We, we, I say it all the time. People at the top of the stadium are cheering for you to go for it. I, I don't. Analytic people act like that's some new movement. Literally, our entire life, people have been screaming at coaches to go for it. It's not that crazy. <laughs> but can you out scheme someone? Can you prepare? Like, clearly, Gruden just has some shit that works. Or knows that he can go with some go-to plays and has now a very good working relationship with his quarterback. He's a ten million dollar coach. Now we could argue that he deserved the ten. Whatever he got it. And you look around well, the league; all the best coaches usually make a lot of money. Is like Dean Spanos gets what he deserves. Like he gets a low level, low paid coach, you get a low paid return. 
Well, what I'd say right now is we could debate 10 million or 8 million or 6 million, but based on what happened with Antonio, the way this Raiders team has played, and now they're in position. So they obviously spent their whole offseason getting ready for Antonio and then had to, not the whole offseason, but a good portion of the preseason getting ready to play football. We're building the offense around Antonio Brown, and then he was gone. And they've adjusted, and now they're five and four. I mean, the team ahead of them in the in the playoff race. I get one thing would be it's big for the Raiders, right? For the Texans to win the AFC South, not the Colts. Well, that, that has to happen. To me, that I think people are acting because of like the tiebreaker. Yeah, I think people are acting a little like the sixth spot is just open. It's not necessarily unless the Colts come back to earth. They're going to need the Colts play the Dolphins this week. Then they have a bunch of games with, like, they have multiple games with the Jaguars. They have another game with the Texans. Like, you're going to need them to lose some games, guy. You can't have them. If the Colts go 10-6 and six and the and the Texans go 11-5, and five, like, the Raiders are not making the playoffs. Now, if they go 9-7 and seven and you can get to 9-7, and seven, then you can. But you're not making the playoffs even if you go 10-6 and six and they go 10-6. and six. It's a wrap. You need them to come back to earth. Now, you've got a little bit of a reprieve. Their quarterback has a... Drained MCL. I, I last I saw, it's unsure if he's going to play this week. But regardless whether he plays this week or not, because they could, they should be able to beat the Dolphins with Brian Hoyer. But if he misses a couple games or he comes back and he's just kind of hobbling, like that is a a new curveball into this conversation, right? Does Hoyer wear a knee brace? Uh, yeah. What is ev- yeah, Why does every so. former Belichick or current Belichick quarterback have one leg that they just like? Garoppolo knee brace, Brissett knee brace, Tom big bulky knee brace. I feel like Hoyer runs around without a knee brace, but I have to could be I'd wrong have to look that. at that. That's all right. We don't need to investigate further. Um, so here are the Raiders at five and four. Then what do they? Where can they get? Bengals this week. Where's that game? Cincinnati. Six and four. Nope, it's at home. Okay, win. Well, not the next week. Not that but, it would matter, you know, but week yeah, eleven. <laughs> the Jets game is in New York. Like it's shaping up, right? They'll be in position to be seven and four, going to Kansas City, and depending on where it is, like if they're seven and four, they'll be in the mix for a wild card. That will feel like one of the biggest games of Derek's career going into it, and it'll be one of the biggest games of the Gruden era to this. See, point. but th- maybe th- the this biggest. is where we talk about like. The Raiders, my argument is always like, who are they to have trap games? But you're human, you're five and four. Like, you're not good enough just to go lock, lock, win, win against the Jets and the Bengals. Not that I, the Bengals I, suck no, and I the agree. Jets are in shambles, but you have to win those fucking games. But you'll be, fa- I'm just saying, you'll be favored in these games. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I know you're good enough to win this game. But here's the thing. So, so let's just bear with me in this, in this scenario, though. So you're seven and four going into Kansas City, hopefully. If you it'll and it'll feel like the biggest game. It'll feel like a massive game in the career of Derek Carr and John Gruden and all that. But here's the thing: then you play Tennessee at home, then you play Jacksonville at home, then you finish with the Chargers and the Broncos. So you can lose that Kansas kind of City shitty. Game. The Coliseum doesn't get Week 17, does isn't? Yeah, well, not only does it not get Week 17, it gets Week 15 against the Jags. Kind that is the going away part. That's kind of, fu- Which, that's kind of I don't fucked know, up. Maybe Foles is playing well. Maybe Foles will go for. Hopefully, that'll be not a six touchdown Foles day. But I'm just saying, like outside of the Kansas City game, 
Are they going to be? Will they be favored against Kansas City? Yes. Will they be favored against the Jets? Yes. At this point, would they be favored against Tennessee at home? Uh, yeah. I mean, Tennessee plays Kansas City this weekend. We'll see. I mean, they're not a very good team, but okay. yeah, yeah, they should be. I'm just saying, like conceivably, they're they could conceivably be favored in every game they play the rest of the year, except for the the Chiefs game. Now, part of that is contingent on them win, continuing to win, but that's how it stands right now. I I would agree, and. I would say it's one of the biggest stories of the year that this team is in the playoff mix as we had like toward Thanksgiving. That's crazy. Especially when you factor in there on hard knocks and how polarizing is probably the wrong word, but just how shocking the Antonio Brown situation was. Part of it was it was the hard knocks team, but part of it was just we had never seen anything like that. I also think when you said, you know, Gruden gets a lot of credit for how they handled it, I also think they were somewhat not, I'm not trying to diminish what they've done without him, but they were kind of forced, and Gruden talked about this during training camp, they were lucky he didn't just randomly freak out the week before the season, say I want out, as he'd been practicing the whole time, because you would have built the whole, definitely would have built the whole offense. He just, because he burned his feet off, you just had to run plays for fucking Terrell Williams and Josh Jacobs. So they remember they were saying like, well, he hasn't been practicing. It's not as crazy as you guys think. They were kind of right, right? Yeah. Because remember yeah. that during OTAs they tweet out these. Derek just feeding it to eighty four, and it's like, God damn, Antonio, sweet. Well, right. you couldn't really think like that. You just Waller became this star because of course he's thrown it to Waller because the eighty four is not there. So they just kind of created this bond, and I, it also turns out that Josh Jacobs is one of the better first-round rookies that I remember as a running back. Because, like, when you think about, like, Alvin Kamara or Kareem Hunt in recent memory, right, that were really good, they were on really good teams. So, and I'm not taking, like, Kareem Hunt, I'm not taking anything away from him. That year, like, his rookie year, it was clear the motherfucker was sweet. Same with Kamara. But you do have Michael Thomas, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Sean, like, they got a lot of options. With the Raiders, it's like, Everyone screamed the TV like, Gruden, get 28 back in the game. I always thought it was kind of crazy when he takes him out, but I do get it. Like, he's 22 years old. You can't just ride him into the ground. He's on pace for like 300 carries, which Aikman made the point last night. He's like, that's a lot of carries. And it's not just carries. Like, he's out there. Pass protection's a collision, right? Well, and do you know that he amassed his yardage from Alabama last year, like last night, I think. So think about that. It's not like he's really? coming from a wow. – it's not like he's the last three years used to getting 200-plus carries. Now, it's not quite – you know the number two guy for the Panthers has 11 total carries on the season? <laughs> Someone's like, are they just going to kill McCaffrey? Wow. But I would imagine – like what it, you were saying the other day about Emmett, right? You made the point the other day about Emmett. Like, you remember who Emmett's backup was? No, it doesn't matter. They gave the ball to Emmett. But I also feel like back then – guys maybe resigned to the fact, used to it. It wasn't even talked about. Like, you just you just gave it to guys, right? It wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Now, it's yeah. just, right. you think a little more big picture. You, you think a little, like, I'm going to go to the Raiders right now. Well, you know, it's not that much different for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs has 168 carries. DeAndre Washington, what would you guess how many carries he has? Uh, 
I don't feel like I've seen him have one carry. I mean, 17? Yeah, it's more than you think. He, he's got 38. 30? Okay. So they've done... And Richard just has catches? Richard has like 18. So between the two of them, they got like 55. You know? You could argue 55 is better than like Jacobs to the next guy. Or I mean, McCaffrey to the next guy is 11. Because McCaffrey carries and catches, too. Yeah, well, so does Jacobs. I mean, that's the other thing with Jacobs. He's How got, many catches does he have? Jacobs has... Not as many. I guess 14. That's where Rashard comes okay. in. Rashard has more catches. That's where it helps. I, I think what's really helped the Raiders is Darren Waller's just giving him 51 catches through. You know? I mean, is Darren Waller going to catch 88 balls on the season? Is Darren Waller going... Like, I watched last night... Is Josh Jacobs a pro bowler? How's he not in the pro bowl, right? Like, just, he's one of the first picks in the AFC, a pro bowler. And you could argue when the, the stats are just going to be so good that the Raiders go 9-7, and seven, I, I would imagine Darren Waller is also a pro bowler. Because, I mean, you just, you catch 90 balls as a tight end, especially given his story. That's That's a pretty incredible accomplishment. Well, he's... Yeah, I mean he is uh he's second in the NFL among tight end receptions right now. Who's one? You would not guess Austin, it. No Austin chance. Hooper. Oh, okay, yeah, you guess. Well, it. only because I remember like three weeks ago looking at the list and he was up there. <laughs> when you got Matt Schaub thrown for five hundred uh, yards in games, I mean you're gonna get some hollow catches. Yeah. So Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, fuck, they're they're gonna have some Pro Bowlers on offense. There's there's no really argument. I mean, did you? Did well, their you, offense looks good. No, I mean, I mean, they fucking they dominate. I mean, they have an identity, and when you have an identity, you, you can if you have an identity and you have good players, you can win games. And I think the last several years they haven't had an identity. Like when they made the playoffs, they had a legit identity, right? They threw fades to Crabtree. They went to Crabtree in big spots. Seth Roberts was reliable over the middle, and Amari was their big play guy. And their offensive line kept Derek just until the play when he broke his ankle. Their offensive line dominated all season. They could throw the ball on anybody. And their defense was not that great, but they made they turned the ball over. Like this Raiders team has, a, to me, a clear identity. They will smash you. They want to hit you in the teeth. And then off that, Derek can just... Maybe Gruden has resurrected Derek's career because he got him, like, a higher-level version of a game manager. Like, he's... Do you know what he looks like right now? Is like Alex Smith's best year with the Chiefs. Where it's like, he ain't game managing. He's beating you, but he's not turning the ball over. He's not putting the ball in bad spots. Derek's has a more explosive arm, so he's... They're pushing the ball downfield when they when they have their opportunities, uh, and it's working. If he's four, he's fourteen and four, fourteen touchdowns, four picks right now. Well, that's pretty. I mean, you do that and run the ball. Now, again, you, usually you do that and run the ball and play defense, which is kind of their Achilles' heel. But you know, the ball's going to be in the air. They'll make some plays. If they score, at least they'll face teams that have to throw against them, and then maybe they can make some plays. But that's what I'm saying. If you said Derek has a huge bounce back year, you'd be like, I bet he throws like 38 touchdowns. That, that's probably with Antonio Brown. It would be impossible without him. Like he's on pace for what? About 27 touchdowns? You know? 26? But yeah, but if, if it's all said and done, if he's 27 and 8, right? 
if he's twenty six or twenty seven touchdowns and eight picks, seven well, how many? Picks? You say he's got he's got four interceptions. I don't know if they can make the playoffs if he throws four more picks. Because the one thing you see last night, because their defense can't really stop anyone, they can't afford for him to turn the ball over. This is where I'm saying his Alex Smith comp. Like he can't afford to kind of be the gunslinger because if he throws picks, you can't. Their defense is so bad they can't give extra possessions. Like Rivers, part of the reason. So if they're a playoff team, what's his? What are his numbers? I'd say about twenty-eight What's the five. So only one more pick the last seven the last seven games of the season. Yeah, I mean, guy, yeah. I mean, he's if they're gonna make the playoffs, Derek Carr is gonna have a an interception to me six of the most. You you can't. Now, if you told me he throws like two picks against the bank, like you could overcome it against a really shitty team, but you can't throw a second half pick against the Jaguars in a tight game. Like you'll just lose or the Chiefs. Now you could yeah, say the Chiefs I are going to be an L no matter what, but or the Broncos in Denver. Now the the Charger game you said is the last game of the season, or second, yeah. or, like, uh, or is it Denver? It's they play whatever. Denver and the but, but when when they do play the that game, doesn't that have the chance to be a weird game? You for San Diego or LA? Like they're just you know three games under. Lynn's going to get fired. Rivers it might be his last game ever with the Chargers. You might be able to take advantage of just like, God, this Chargers are in a weird spot. Just kick their ass. Where the Denver game, like, I, I think a lot of Raider fans are just chalking that thing up. We all can agree here. That's going to be, like, unless they tap out, which they're clearly not. That's not the plan. That's a tougher game. Than, it's just hard to win there. It's one of the rare yeah. places, even when they're kind of down, you're like, eh, Denver's a weird spot. And unlike Kansas City, which is a double whammy, it's a rivalry game, and that game has a chance to actually have impact, the Denver Raider game is just one of the more historic rivalries that there's just legit hatred if both teams have two wins or both teams have ten wins. It just means something to the crowd. Yeah. Yep. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.